know if I can I can do an episode like this, Tyson. This is gonna be this is a rough day. That was a heartbreaking loss for the Jazz last night. You guys are listening to it's seriously. You guys are listening to Jazz Beats. Thanks for tuning in. I know everyone's kind of downers right now, but we appreciate you're here. Listen, the likelihood that the Nuggets are going to come back and win the series is low. I get that, and I think everyone does. But we didn't need to let them have any more wins. I, you know, like, that's not it. Like, yeah, we, we as Jazz fans, we know we're going to win this series, but we know we could have won the game. Oh, frustrating. That extra, that extra two days of rest would have been so nice. If we would have finished it off um, on Tuesday – finished the series, got an extra two days of rest for our guys. Cause I think that's one thing that's been hard for us. I think we are exhausted right now. Um, at least they looked like it late in the game. Yeah. Donovan looked gassed at the end of fourth quarter. He just didn't have the energy that he had when he took that shot over Millsap the previous game, you know, it no. the same energy. Right. I totally agree. Um, just so you guys are aware, we are actually um, remoting in for this podcast right now. Tyson, I hate you. You had to go out of town on the yeah. on the. I, I think you did that on purpose. Like, realize this is going to be a difficult episode, and you're like, I, "Deuces, I, I'm out." <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't face you after the loss. <laughs> That's what it was. No, I'm actually in Salt Lake City today uh, for a friend's wedding, so we're having to do this uh, podcast. Uh, through teleconference, so hopefully the quality is as good as the content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so that's how you you celebrate this heartbreaking, dagger wrenching loss is is through the sanctity of marriage. <laughs> so good for you. <laughs> that brings us here today. <laughs> so okay, hey, ja- okay, I just got to get this off my chest. The Jazz played well. We got gas. I have okay. Just spit it out, man. Just, oh, man. just let me have it. Hey, we could go over the numbers, but here's what I here's what my thoughts. When the last three or four minutes of the game, when it got real close, you got to pull out Joe Ingles and put in Jordan Clarkson. That's all there is to it. He has more energy. He has more ability to shoot outside and drive in the lane. And Joe Ingles is not doing it. If we had to pull out Royce O'Neal, then fine. Clarkson needed to be in in the last of the game. That's why we lost, in my opinion. That's one of the main, main factors. Clarkson's presence not on the court in the last few minutes. Dude, we are on, we are on the same page, same line, same, same word right now. Really? Uh, before, okay. I, I wasn't before, sure I was going to upset you or not. I didn't know what your thoughts were on that. No, before I get into that, um, let's let's talk a little bit about the Nuggets for a sec. Jamal Murray is is unbelievable. I mean, you got to give that guy heaps of credit for for the just the last couple games he's performed. He he's been unreal. He has been literally unguardable. We're throwing multiple defenders at him and at times I feel like it's it's a waste of energy guarding the guy because he's going to get any look he wants and he's going to make any look he wants, you know? At least that's what it felt like in the late game, the last two games now. Um he, he had 42 points between him and Joker they were 73 their team's points. That's incredible. Yeah, both of those guys, I mean, that's their horses. They 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 don't need anything out of out of their other players because they are they have been so good. So 
I hate to say this, and I know it's cliche and stupid, but you got to give a ton of credit to those guys because they are killing us right now. Um, give it to Murray because I felt like everything he threw up went in, even when it was a bad shot. I, I mean, he would just hit. He would just bump our guy with his shoulder and lean back and drop the shot every time. It's incredible. It seemed so easy and natural, and like he was just toying with us at times. Like he, he knew it was going in. We all knew it was going in. So he's just like, whatever. What's the point? I'm, I'm just going to check this up. We all know it's going in, so why even watch? <laughs> right. Now he he did play incredibly incredibly well, and uh, if there's anything that gets the Nuggets another win, it will be him. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'm very interested in what Quinn is going to do. Um, for our for game six to to throw something new at him, see if we can slow him down at all. Um, I'm wondering if if there will be any changes to how we defend him because it's it's obvious that that's their powerhouse and that's what they're run through, and um, they're successful when he is playing like he is playing. So yeah, one idea to change defense on Murray. Okay, I'm 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 thrilled. Let's hear it. Don't make Donovan do it. Exactly. We, we need his energy and his stamina in, on the offensive side. I'm not saying he's not a good defender. I'm just saying his role on the team is we need him to be a scorer. And if he's gassed because he's chasing Murray around, we, we're, we're missing out on points on the board, which is what we saw in fourth quarter. I agree. And I understand Roy, Royce had a little bit of foul trouble last night. He was playing with five fouls late in the game. But what, what other – Reason is he on the court for? Bloody hell, foul out and then put Clarkson in. Exactly. Put him on Murray when Murray's going nuts because that's why you're on the floor. And if he's not going to guard Murray, then get him out. 100%. Because on the offensive end, he was, he was abysmal. Him and Joe Ingles were scared out of their shorts last night to shoot the ball late in the game. Yep. Even when Royce traveled because he couldn't be decisive to make that shot, for to take that three pointer, that uh, was huge. That that was that was crunch time. You got to make smart decisions at that point in time. Here's what happened: if, if you can't get Clarkson to guard him, and and Royce O'Neal's in trouble, Tucker, put Tucker in for goodness' sake. That guy can keep up with Murray. If nothing else, he might not make the best decisions, but he ain't gonna let Murray run run over him. Right. Tucker's gonna get in front of him, and Tucker's gonna keep up with him. I mean, we got options. You can't and to be honest, our scorer trying to defend and score. Totally agree. And to be honest, last night it didn't matter who you had guard him. So why put Donovan on him? Like exactly. he, he was scoring regardless in transition in his mid range game. He was scoring regardless. Why wear Donovan out? Because it was it was blatant on the offensive end. He was struggling um, with his fatigue. Hundred percent. He just was gassed, and I hated to see it. We all knew it. Like I'm saying, go go as far down the bench as Tucker. Whatever it takes, just let Donovan do what we need him to do, and that's not guard Murray. It's put points on the board. Right. And I don't know if that was Quinn saying, Donovan, you, you have a turn. Let's see what you can do. Or if that was Donovan going to Quinn saying, let me take him. I don't think so. so. I, I, I blame Quinn on that one. Donovan wouldn't have done it because Donovan knows he was gassed. And he I could tell he knew that he couldn't keep up with him. He he gave away a, a shot to Murray in the last two minutes of the game, he, and if he did say let me guard him and he let him let him run over him like that, then that's his bad. Yeah, Coach Quinn should have made a change. 
I, I don't think I've ever said this in the Quinn Snyder era, but I think we got extremely outcoached in the second half. I agree. You, and usually I don't throw that out there. I, I give a ton of credit to Quinn all the time. Um, and I know this is one game, one important game, granted, um, but I think we got outcoached. Right. I think there was a number of things he could have done differently. And, and he's probably kicking himself today saying the same things. I'm sure he is. But I think I think we got outcoached second half. Yeah. Smarter moves could have been made there. Even just in the fourth quarter, we, we were fighting, and it was a good game right up until uh, their, their willingness. It's just like when we played the Nuggets in overtime. They dig deeper, and yes. we get weaker. So – if when that's the case, you got to play smarter because that's the only way you can win the game, and we didn't do it. No, I agree. Um, offensively, we struggled down the stretch. Um, we know. talked about fatigue a little bit. What else? What else are your thoughts of what we can do or what went wrong offensively well, too? We started off hot. I mean, our three so hot the first quarter were incredible. Both teams <laughs> started off shooting. Yeah, no, not, and that was it. Was fun to watch. I, you got to say, or you've got to admit that the Nugget Jazz series is entertaining. Oh, absolutely, but uh, it's, it's it, a little gut wrenching at times. It's right. the highest of highs and now pretty low. <laughs> right. You know, and I, I watched the game with a bunch of Dallas Mavericks fans, and they said, "Don't worry, the law of probability is that the Jazz will still win the the series." I don't, that just makes me mad. I, I don't want to win because of the law of probability. Okay, I want to win because we're the best, and I want to put them away early because we're a better team and we're a smarter team. We've got more heart. Man, I don't want to win just because that's how the numbers add up. I want to be did, in control of the numbers. I want the best to put the nuggets away. Did you watch the Dallas game with those fans too? Oh, yeah. Oh, that would have been hard. Dallas got smoked. When they were down by 28 points, I said the law of probability here is you guys are going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. That's um, going to be tough. It was. Uh, Denver, They we've talked about how poor their defense is. Everyone's talking about how poor their defense is. They made a huge adjustment in the second half. They started double-teaming Mitchell when he came off a ball screen. Um, and I think that hurt us a little bit, especially because guys weren't willing to shoot the ball and take shots. Um, Mike Conley's the exception to that. He was being super aggressive. He was getting at the rim. He was taking his shots still. Mike Conley, I thought, had a, had a pretty good game last night. Yeah, you can't ask more out of Mike. And, well, again, like you say, and when they're double-teaming Donovan, again, that's just going to cause more fatigue. And if the other players don't have the confidence to shoot, then that double-teaming on Donovan off the take is going to work all night long. We are not going to be able to get any points on the basket. That's a great defensive play. Like you say, outcoached. Yeah. Um, I, I think we, when we saw that and we saw that it was hurting us, I would have liked to see more screens with um, Michael Porter Jr. to get him onto Donovan. I didn't see a ton of that down the stretch. He is by far their weakest defender. And, and and people are throwing tons of shade at the guy for his inability to defend. Why aren't we setting ball screens with him? Whoever's whoever Michael Porter Jr.'s garden, go set a screen for Mitchell and get him on him. Right, Let him go to work. Exactly. 
Right. So I, I think there was plenty of things that we could have done differently. I know hindsight is <laughs> is a huge thing, but don't say um, twenty twenty because that's a bad omen at this point in our lives. Right. Right. But uh, hopefully Quinn sees these adjustments. I know we are not in a position to make a lot of these calls. Let's be honest. Um, so I, I think he's going to watch a lot of film on last night and see what he can do better. Absolutely. Okay, let's talk about our game Thursday then. Um, game six, which I never thought I'd be saying during this series. This is this is do or die for Jazz, I think. I um, agree. It's very difficult to come back after losing two in, a row, two in a row. We won three in a row in this series, so we can't let that momentum take off into game six and give them those back-to-back wins because it propels into a third a lot of times. We lost the first game, and we came back, and we won two in a row, and we won our third, and we were rolling. So this this is do or die. This is a huge game for the Jazz. The Jazz just need to play smart, and, they, and they've got to be aware that they have some depth and to use it and, and be confident and shoot the ball. Don't second-guess yourself. Just do what we do. It's been working. As soon as we try to step back and, and, and don't trust what we, what we are a team as and what makes us a team, I guess, then that's when we're going to start making more mistakes and fall behind. Quit thinking. Do what you're there to do. Do that you've done your entire life, Joe Ingles, and that's probably shoot the ball. Okay, be confident. We every every Jazz fan right now that was watching the game is rooting for Joe and Royce to shoot. To that's shoot why the they're ball. they're out there. We trust you guys, so they need to trust in themselves a little bit and be confident late games, and 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 fire away. Right, because we know what's going in. Miss the ball if you have to, but shoot the ball. You can't right. make it if you don't shoot it. I, I was yelling that. That's, oh my goodness! Nobody wanted to shoot anyway. Okay, game game six Thursday. This is a big one. I think that there are going to be a lot of people watching it. Obviously, the Clippers are going to be keen to keep an eye on what's going on between our series. It, we may end up playing the Clippers. I, I think it's going to go that way. Clippers are obviously a better team. Um, Dallas has probably the best offensive player on the floor, and that's got them two wins. But I think the Clippers overall are a better team. I see them closing it out, whether it's game six or game seven. I don't know. I, I anticipate playing the Clippers. I would love to play Dallas, but I don't see that happening. That's exactly where I sit. Um, let's let's talk a little bit about Rudy. We kind of leave him to the side a lot. He's okay. kind of a under the radar kind of player. His impact is more than just statistics. How do you think he played? That's tough. I wonder. I don't think he played poorly, but he gave a lot of points away to to Joker, and and so you got to put a little bit of that on his shoulders. And maybe it's because he didn't get Defensive Player of the Year. That's exactly where I was where I was going. I don't know. What are your thoughts, Ben? Um, so just so everybody knows, um, they announced the Defensive Player of the Year. Rudy Gobert has won it the last two years, and he got, if you want to call it snubbed, you call it snubbed. They gave it to Giannis on the Bucks. Um, I think these guys are human. These guys are these they're professional athletes. We kind of, a lot of people idolize them and think of them as this this elite, but these guys are humans. They're They're people, and I think... Stuff like that affects him. I mean, um, if if I don't get something that I'm going after and I've worked extremely hard to get, I'm down about it and I'm frustrated or I'm, right. you know, and I think 
it was just before game time when they announced that. So I'm sure he got wind of it. I'm sure he heard. And yeah, it could even either it could go one of two ways. It could fuel the guy and make him pissed off or it could like reduce his spirits. And, and I, I didn't see the intensity that I saw in game four from Rudy or, or the team right. for that matter um, in game five. So when you say it can go one way or the other, I feel like if he had more time to process it, it could have gone away where it fires him up for go to announce. But, but when you find out moments before um, going to do warm-ups before the game, you, you're, you know, mentally you didn't get to process that and find a way to make it a motivation for you. Instead, it's still you're still trying to understand why did I not get, you know, how did, how did I, I worked so hard and I'm, I'm not going to receive that. So that's what I, I think that, uh, I think it may have played a little bit of, a, of an effect on him. Not not enough to say that it cost us the game, no. Um, but enough to say that we didn't get all of Gobert in Game Five. Yeah, true. No, I, I could see it going exactly like that. I mean, the the inability to be able to process that and expected to come out and perform at the highest level after getting news like that. I don't I don't know. It's gotta it's gotta affect you. I mean, they're people. Hundred percent. You know. All right, Thursday's a big game. Let's put this series away. Got to do it now. It's do or die. Jazz have got to win in six to be able to move on. Let's make it happen. We'll see you guys Friday. Thanks for tuning in. Jazz Beach. Peace.